0: Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What's going on, people? Today, I wanted to hop on And briefly address the topic of the weight of the opportunity that we have as biological parents, single parents, step parents. If you are in charge of a younger human being, then this applies to you. And again, this is going to be brief. Whenever I listen to my podcast, I do not for the sake of vanity. I just want to make sure I'm not messing up too much. And I also learn by listening back. But most of the time I'm listening to them, I'm either commuting or I'm cleaning up. So if this does not survive your entire commute or cleaning session, please forgive me. I just feel like this is one of those topics that require touching on briefly, and then we can wrestle with or chew on it for as long as is necessary. But when it comes to family and specifically our roles as parents, no one is going to disagree with the fact that the responsibility is gigantic. And I feel like this became even more real to me or relatable. I had a bit of a revelation as i was reading the bible and if you've ever read it before then you probably know that they give the names of everybody they mama they cousin whoever is in within a specific lineage this person begot this person this person begot this person they had heca children back then and if you ask me i feel like part of the reason Why people stay together was, number one, family was a significant thing. Divorce was not a desire or an option, as it is these days. Number one, number two, with all those kids, child support would have been insane. So people just stuck to their commitments. But as I was reading the Bible and I'm just trying to get through these names so I can get to the story or whatever the chapter is about. And I just kind of had a moment where I was like, actually, this is significant. Even the names that don't have a story tied to it, or we know nothing more about this individual than literally their name and their relation to the people within this lineage, that in itself is extremely significant. Because if this person does not marry this person and then have a bunch of persons, then they can't marry another person and have a bunch of kids. And there's just this cycle that has continued to this day. And I realized that it's all so much more significant than I was giving it credit. And I think that's because I have had such a distorted view, both based on my personal experience and then when I think about the fact that I can only trace my family back so far that in itself has placed a limitation on the value of what family is, how significant it is. And if I want to take it another very uncomfortable step when it comes to my last name, essentially it was handed down to my family as a result of being owned or the property of another person. So again, when it comes to family, I have a very distorted view and I know many of us Although that may not be your exact experience for reasons of our own, we have a bit of a distortion. And as a result, that negatively impacts our ability to weigh the opportunity that we have as parents in the lives of these kids. So as I was having this revelation and just growing in my understanding, I realized that raising children. The little people in my home is likely the greatest thing that I will ever do. There will come a point where I am no longer on this earth. I hope to leave some form of legacy, but the greatest remnants of of my existence will be my children, the continuation of my person, the things I've instilled within them, the way that I lived my life both inside and outside of their presence, and even the way that I treat other people, good or bad, the things that I whether consciously or subconsciously passed down to them, are likely going to remain existent in the next generation to come. So whatever takes place today, tomorrow, next week, next month, years from now, there is no question that there will be a ton of opportunities that present themselves. And if I don't recognize those moments as opportunities, then it's likely that whatever could have been achieved, could end up being a lost opportunity. And as an individual that is raising children, I have to ask myself, is that important to me? Is it important that a moment that could have been maximized was not? And it's very possible that the opposite took place. So what could have been an opportunity to connect or to put on a display of grace and patience was instead occupied by frustration and rejection. And if I'm being honest, been there, done that. I have absolutely wasted opportunities. I recognize that I have responded to my children in ways that could have stunted their growth. And as much as I hate that that may be the truth, it's important for me to recognize what things have been so I can change things in such a way that I can avoid missing out on the many opportunities that will be presented again today, tomorrow, next week, months and years to come. So while I'm sure all of my listeners are fantastic human beings, you guys are killing it in life. I hesitate to call you perfect, but you are almost there. You are excellent. So we are going to focus on. All my jacked up self and some of the stuff that I've seen within myself and in my behaviors that has caused me to not truly understand the weight of the opportunities that I've been presented. And as I've mentioned before, my first parenting experience was as a stepparent. And while that does not excuse some of my behaviors and why I missed out on opportunities, it does kind of provide a bit of context concerning why those moments turned out the way that they did. So the first problem that I saw within myself was that I was operating with a broken scale. And it's hard to accurately weigh opportunities when your scale is not functioning as it should be. And when we have these broken scales, it is just not possible for us to accommodate our children in accordance to their need. So what I was dealing with was essentially a learning curve. I'm not sure if you guys have ever stepped on a scale to weigh yourself. Hopefully it took like five, 10 pounds off. But then again, you hopped on a scale later, probably within a 24 hour, 72 hour period. And you were like, dang, I didn't think the bag of Cheetos was going to do that to me. (laughs) But typically when we weigh ourselves, we are assessing where we've been and we can then assess where we're going, for instance, after a month of eating right and exercise and really zoning in on your health, you step on an accurate scale and you see that you've lost 10 pounds. Not only are you excited about what you have accomplished, you are more motivated To keep up the work because you see the fruit of your labor. However, if you've barely done anything over a month's time, you step on an inaccurate scale and that thing reads that you have lost 10 pounds. You are not any healthier, but you are going to continue to do the things that you've been doing, despite the fact that those things may be detrimental to you. So when it came to my scale, as I've mentioned to you before, my upbringing was not perfect. No one's is. I adopted a lot of dysfunction as a result of my environments and experiences. And on top of that, my family from the start does not match the expectation or the image that I had in my mind prior to getting married and becoming a stepfather. That's just going to be the case almost 100% of the time when you enter into a blended family. And as my dysfunction and my skewed expectation were operating together as I was raising my stepdaughter, I would misjudge the weight of the opportunities that presented themselves. So I would place value on some things that I saw or felt were opportunities while other things did not get as much priority and what's important to know about her is that she is very black and white so this is either the answer or it's not the answer and she thrives in school because she operates in this way however socially she does not (laughs) it doesn't translate necessarily So if an issue presented itself and she felt as if she needed to defend herself or do the back and forth thing with myself and her mom in order to get her point across, me, my scale reads disrespect, talking back. And this is my opportunity to shut that down and let her know that that's never going to be okay. But I didn't know back then what I know now as far as how she operates and how that translates to her communicating from time to time. And yes, there are moments where it is disrespectful as far as the raising of voice and things of that sort. However, having a conversation with her is what's important to help her understand. And it's possible that she will not understand fully and me being Okay with that, there was a point in time I was shutting down back talk and conversations so frequently that she began to retract this side of her, because what I was essentially communicating is this piece of you. That's literally a piece of you. It's not just a behavior, but it's part of your person. It's not okay. I reject it. And you're no longer free to operate in this capacity in this home. And that's one of those things that can break trust and cause major harm in a relationship. And as her parent, it's so important for me to have that access because without it, even the good and the intention and the very apparent affection that I share with her is limited because there's again, this part, this wall that's up that reminds her that I will only accept a portion of her and not her entire being. And again, this perspective was created in me, my previous experiences that left some residual dysfunction as well as a skewed expectation and these things created a learning curve. But a good thing about being in this place and having a learning curve is that it's not permanent. If there is a genuine desire to be a better parent and you're allowing yourself to confront yourself and you're allowing other people to confront and correct you, I can't tell you how many times my wife has is and will continue to correct me for the remainder of our marriage. But because I allow those things to transpire, I have grown and I'll continue to grow into a better parent. And I position myself to appropriately weigh and take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves. But then there is the other side of having a broken scale and that happening as a result of discouragement, or bitterness. And this could happen for a lot of reasons. Maybe your spouse or your partner is not allowing for you to discipline or raise the children in the way that you think is appropriate. Maybe there's a difficulty connecting with the child. Maybe the child is deliberately being disrespectful, or maybe the other parent, whenever they're back in their space, is saying things about you as the step parent, as the parent, and it's causing a rift in your relationship. And there's this bitterness and discouragement and a lack of hope concerning your influence and your connection with the child. This can definitely become a place of permanence if you don't recognize it early enough. I have literally experienced this. We've been doing 50 50 custody over the last seven years, and every time. Our oldest would come back from her dad's place. I felt as if we had to start from square one. And as a step parent, there's hardly anything more discouraging. Then at the end of your time spent together, you felt as if you're making progress, you're growing, you're getting better and they're accepting you more. And they come back three, four days later and they can't even make eye contact with you. Naturally, that gets a narrative going. And for me, it caused frustration toward my wife, toward the child and an assumption that maybe there was some trash talk happening on the other end. And this caused a lot of discouragement and some real bitterness in me that I really had to tackle because I wasn't going to settle for the nacho title. Most blended families are familiar with the term, but nacho meaning that's not my kid. So I don't have to exercise the same level of concern as if they were biologically mine. I wasn't going to settle. That was unacceptable for me. So facing that bitterness and discouragement head on. Was an absolute must. And honestly, what that looked like for me was just taking responsibility for my actions, for my emotions, and continuing to put myself in positions to be rejected. Because as her parent, my greatest concern is not supposed to be her response to me. My greatest concern is the way in which I can serve her as her parent. So for any of you guys that may be going through this right now, know that there is hope because what happens if you continue to hit one part of your body over and over and over again, you get some callus going. You get a little tougher and you're more likely to fend off those thoughts and feelings of bitterness and discouragement so you can keep growing with that child that you so badly want to connect with. So while realizing that I had a broken scale was huge for me and I am still working on my scale to this day with all of my kids, I also realized that familiarity is also a huge issue when it comes to taking advantage of these opportunities. And what I mean by this is that we as parents are susceptible to becoming numb to any potential opportunities because of how familiar these moments feel. I mean, think about it. When we as adults refer to something as an opportunity, we're typically suggesting that this thing could change our lives. This could change the trajectory of where we're headed. It's something that we are likely excited about, but consider the opportunities within our homes. They are just so familiar. Like this little girl is really crying over sharing her toys again. I really have to sit here for 10 minutes or so and play with these kids to show them how to get along. Or this person keeps coming to my bed at night Yes, I know you're freaking out, you're screaming when you wake up, but at the same time, like I need my rest and I don't want your feet on me all night. And you know what? I'm venting. (laughs) These are probably just my problems. But when something is happening frequently or it's regular, it's expected, it becomes familiar. And therefore, we can misjudge those moments out of frustration or tiredom and miss out on something really valuable that could happen. And as I think about my childhood and some of the things that I remember, not all of them were these profound, apparently significant and intentional moments. Some of those things were just passing conversations or moments where I had the absolute attention of a parent or an individual that I looked up to. And those things stick, not for them, but for me, if I were to bring it up to them, they'd have no recollection of what transpired, what I'm even talking about. But for myself, it made a profound impact. And I can literally recall moments where the direction of my life was changed because somebody took advantage of that opportunity. So while tired and feeling overwhelmed and just so familiar with your process are real things. I strongly believe community, getting people to watch your kids, shoving them in the face of your family, tapping in your spouse when it's necessary. All those things need to happen so that when you are in the presence of your kids, you can exercise a level of intention that could make all of the difference for them. And don't forget yourself. These moments that I have with my little people have changed me, especially When I'm just focusing, looking them in the eyes, listening to them and giving them what they need, the learning that tends to happen on both ends is amazing. So while I know this topic is for sure pertinent to me as I work toward recognizing and taking advantage of the moments that I have with my kids and the opportunities that those moments present I really hope that this topic is able to help you guys as well I definitely spoke longer than I expected to I just can't help myself apparently hopefully this occupied your entire cleaning time or your travel session you're welcome (laughs) Thanks for tuning in and please take a moment to hit me with that honest rate and review and then subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.